welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one freewheeling page of Talmud every day in today's pages. Rosh Hashanah 6 and 7. Well, one of my favorite, really kind of strange orchestrations that I've always wondered about, it's about the connection between community and ooh, coercion. Have a listen. And do. This is a warning to the court to make you fulfill your vow. Why do I need this derivation? This rule is derived from the verse, He shall offer it, Leviticus 1.3, as it is taught in a baraita. The verse states, He shall offer it, which teaches that he must be forced to bring his offering. One might have thought that he may be forced to bring his offering even against his will. Therefore, the verse states, in accordance with his will. How so? The court coerces him until he says, I want to bring the offering. Now, since all of these halachot are already known from other sources, what is the point of this repetition? And if I may add a question of my own, does it really count if you say, I want to bring this offering, but only after the court coerces you? Is this really how we want to build community? It's a tough, thorny question. And when we have tough, thorny questions on this podcast, we turn to one man, a friend, a teacher, an inspiration. Rabbi David Bashevkin. hello, my friend. Leah, what an absolute joy to be back in this tractate of Rosh Hashanah discussing one of my least favorite religious topics, which is <laughs> coercion. If there's anything that everyone has ever been traumatized in their religious Jewish experience, it is no doubt they've been forced to do things that they don't want to do. And the sense of going to Hebrew school, the sense of getting woken up out of bed to go to synagogue... There's something very distasteful that people have with coercion, and there's something puzzling when we read it in the Talmud that we almost take a sigh uh, and just thank God that we no longer have the same judicial system that has the power of coercion. Like, thank God, like we, we don't want this back. That's how most people think. That's certainly my first reaction to this. And the question of the role of coercion in Jewish life and his religious life is something that a lot of very serious thinkers and philosophers have dealt with. I think most notably Moses Mendelssohn in his book Jerusalem discusses how really religion can never be coerced because it has to come once we have the separation of church and state in modern society. It has to come from your own volition. And he tries to not dismiss, but kind of reimagine the coercion of the Talmud that it would only exist when we live in a state that has a church or a religious entity, a theocracy wedded to it. But these laws don't have to worry you nowadays because we live in the modern world. And if any rabbi or any anybody is forcing you to do something, it's clearly not okay. That's only in a theocracy. But I actually, I still grapple with it, and I wonder if perhaps there is a role of coercion, and maybe coercion, as much as we hate the term, is actually something that we need in our lives. In this passage of Talmud, when they talk about coercion, they talk about the Bezdin, the judicial system, which literally means the house of judgment, but it was the court system that they used to legislate all of Jewish law would force you until you yourself say, I want to do this. Just get off my back. I want to do this. And I think instead of thinking of it as a judicial system, which it certainly is, 
There's actually a second function that the Jewish judicial system has, and it's very prominent, specifically in our tractate, and that is that it represents the ideals of the Jewish people. It represents what we strive for. It represents the embodiment of the Jewish people. And I think in many ways, when we enter into Jewish communal spaces, we are faced with this very question of coercion. Because there isn't a soul in the world who lives in a community that does exactly the Judaism that they want to do. Everybody has something where the communal standard or the practice in the synagogue is maybe in, you have to stretch an inch farther. You have to go in a couple feet more in order to really be in coherence with your personal practice and the communal practice. But I actually think that this is something quite beautiful, that instead of looking at communal ideals as something that are frustrating, as something that's coercive, as something that there's a pressure that we have to do things that we don't want to do, I think there's also a very important element, particularly in modern society, where communal ideas actually foster and cultivate those inner desires that left alone without any communal pressure or support or guidance, we would kind of ignore and we'd be left bereft of so many of the inner ideals that we actually want to include in our lives. So the next time I feel like somebody's like, oh gosh, like if I don't show up to this event or this program or this, but I gotta go, instead of looking at it as coercion, I think we should look at our community as embodying the ideals that we hope to have in our inner desire. And ultimately, when a community beckons us out to join, participate, be a part of it, they're not coercing us, but they're having us articulate Ad Rotsa'ani, the language of the Talmud, until you yourself are able to articulate and say with enthusiasm and joy, I also want this. I also want to be a part of this. All right, Bashevkin, may all of our coercions be so elevated as the one you so beautifully described. Thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>